joking. It works. It works. It works out either way. This is usually how I do it. I talk, have a random ass story, cut it, do it. I do that shit all, all the time. <laughs> all right, I'm ready for this. <laughs> all right, welcome to another episode of We Ain't Them. I am your host, Rasan, and today we have, well, I have, because unfortunately, Ebony is still in Orlando. You taking too long, babe. Hurry back. Hungry. Um, but in all honesty, uh, we have some wonderful, wonderful guests today. So I'm going to start from my right, introducing referee of Battle Club Pro, Mr. Black, part owner of Battle, Battle Club Pro, as well as co-host of Job of Tears, Ms. Janelle, and of course, you know, Mr. Dabnir himself. He's host of House of Glory. He also is a former retired wrestler of <laughs> Battle Club Pro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, of course, Sir Wilkins. And of course, I would like to introduce you guys to the Jabber Tears Podcast. What up, y'all? <laughs> that was a real smooth, cool daddy entrance. I feel like it should have been music behind it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> no, this is different for me. <laughs> it is. Because I'm sitting here like, can people hear me? Can I can I, hear I, you. I can. You can. We have no more conversation like this, you can know. Can they hear me, though? <laughs> oh, of course. They, they so that's what, because we're used to recording. Well, I can record with headphones. He's the only one that don't record with headphones. So hey, that's why I, this is a little different. But I hate it because, yeah. because like it makes no sense. I gotta hear my voice three times in my side of my head and me speaking in, in, in earphones. Uh-uh. You have to make uh-uh. sure it sounds right. That's I know. I, no, I, I, I definitely, I understand. I understand. At one point when I started, I was like that. I was like, yo, let me try this with the headphones. And then I was real, I was like, man, fuck that. My, my, like, my voice is loud enough and this mic is right in my face. And even if, fuck it, I can edit it. Like, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, I learned that. Anyway, guys, before we get started today, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We are releasing episodes every Friday as a special for Moi's birthday. So you guys will get back to back to back to back episodes. You a Gemini? I am. Oh, I fuck with y'all niggas. <laughs> I fuck with y'all niggas. That's, a, that's my moon, Gemini. His, his birthday is at the end of the month. It's mm-hmm. the 30th. I'm a cancer. So, so we like right here, brother. Right here. <laughs> we act like too. The 20th. The 20th. 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 Yeah. Oh. 10 what days later, we have plan. Huh? What do you have planned for your birthday? So honestly, nothing. <laughs> uh, turning thirty-one, you just realize you don't really got to do much. I mean, on Friday, I probably will do something. Okay. Um, I probably go to um, I'll probably go play mini golf or something at this place called Swingers. By yourself? No, no, no. The fiance not. will be back by then. Oh, Swingers in. Oh, so um, what she? Oh, Swingers on in the, in Twenty Third Street. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I've been there before. It's pretty cool. It's really nice. It is. Well, really what nice. if she has something planned for you and you don't know it yet? Well, then I'll sit back and wait. She probably doesn't. Wow. She, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. She, uh, we talk about this all the time. She says to me all the time, like, "Yo, how is it that you do better surprises than me?" She's like, "In all the relationships I've been in, you always do everything better than me." And I'm just like, "Cause you care." Yeah, that's, that's literally the exact reason. Yeah, I talk it, all the time. Just got to put your dick on the table and be like, yo, that's I'm it. that nigga. That's it. 
That's it. And like you said, that's you honestly, just, it's actually a real thing. So. Like honestly, yes. like when you really love somebody, oh yeah, you just pay attention. You just gotta listen. Yeah, yeah, and like overall, like I learned this for social social media when niggas when niggas used to hide their baby mothers, you're gonna slip up. I learned that we all slip up. <laughs> you gonna drop a hint? I gonna look. I'm like, knows that you're looking at something, glazing at something. Aha! Oh, yeah. I got you. Oh yeah. So that's that's the interesting thing. Is like when whenever I talk to her, I'm always like, yo, I just appreciate you, and I always want you to know that you're appreciated. So that's I'm that real black love, every, y'all. Every everything that I can to keep you happy, and she's just like. She's always starts to fake tear up. And I was like, nigga, stop. <laughs> yeah, yo, I swear, y'all Gemini's have no emotions. Oh, no. What's her birthday? So, ironically, her birthday is a month after mine. So, hers is July 20th. Oh, okay. I swear, everything for us is perfectly lined up for me to remember. Like, our anniversary, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> okay. Our birthdays a month apart, so these shits is easy to That's remember. Like me and mine, you guys birth- met, met in on St. Patrick's Day? No, started no, dating. Yeah. No, I, I slid in the DMs on St. Patrick's Day. No, no. Oh, <laughs> boy, St. Patrick's Day is the end. I want to tell. I do. I do want to tell that story, but I think I'm gonna save that story for, for the anniversary for show. Our anniversary. Show. Smart, smart, yeah. smart. I when like when we do so an episode together, in. to just so, yeah. No, he so you saying St. Patrick's Day, he's like, how did that happen? Yeah. And ironically, you wear green. We both was wearing green, okay? Which is interesting because we wasn't wearing green that day. We was wearing blue. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's it's a it's as interesting as it's gonna be. But I want to hear this. that's gonna say for another day. This ain't about me. This is about y'all. We just have regular conversation. It's hard, but it's hard because I know you guys are used to you know doing your podcast. And you guys do an amazing job. Thank you. And Thank you. at the end, at the end of the episode, I'm gonna backtrack because I really want to tell the backstory of how we and them came to existence. But first, I want to know how the Jabba Tears podcast came into existence. How are we gonna do this, Janelle? Not it. Janelle, you Not always it. tell the story, Janelle. No. So, um, so what? Janelle, happened you tell was... the best stories. No, I don't. So, 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 I mean, so I I'll, I'll just, today. I'll just, I'll just go ahead. So it's pretty simple. It was um, the bastard child gets revenge. Wow. That was the direction you went with that. Wow. <laughs> That's like high level to what I got put up the leg up for is. this one. So, Janelle, you just want to help us out here? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave like the rated all superstar answer. I'm saying like, what? he's not lying though. But... Exactly. <laughs> see, see? Exactly. No, so, basically what happened was is before the creation of Jabba Tears Podcast, myself... And Sir Wilkins, we were doing a podcast with someone else. Mm-hmm. And Did you know that? That person, he might have. Sadly, no. Sadly, I didn't. Hey, you're no, exactly that's a producer okay. Fucked up, Listen, yeah. we, <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> we, we, I think we've done a really good job at just. Not burying the past, but burying the past. Yeah, we so, did. It um, so yeah, so we, were, so me and him were doing the podcast because it really was his. It was his brainchild. So he wanted. To do a podcast because he got that he's always good at being a, in front of the trends. So he was like, you know, podcasting's coming up. That's what I want to do. Cool. So underground kings right here. This baby. one. <laughs> so this one acts. He. So I'm sitting here because you know, once again, this is my best friend and, and that's his brother. So for me, I'm sitting here. He posts one day. He's like, any females want to do a podcast? I cuss this man out. I say, excuse me. I'm right in front of you. And this is why I have to pause it this way. This woman's always busy. 
Oh, she has five different jobs. I don't. I have one job. Boy, she be flying out. Oh, I got to go to my homegirl baby shower. And guess what? And I will fly back in and go straight to work. So there was no excuses. Me and my brother <laughs> care about people's well-being because we're the type of people where like, I right, listen, you busy? I right, freaking, we're going to figure it out on our own. But my brother put it out there and she caught a whole attitude. Absolutely, as I should. So rewind, just to rewind, because mm-hmm. we're going to rewind and, and, and come back and yeah. fast forward. Just to, just to get the story done. So you know, you know how they do it on, um, you ever watch This Is Us? TV oh, show? oh yeah, episodes. where they, they go back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to go back and forth yeah, in the past yeah, yeah, right yeah. now telling the story. Yeah. So everybody's listening and watching, keep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my side of this, because now we're going to turn to like my part of the, <laughs> on my point of view, you know how they do that? Like, yeah. oh, they do another point of view of the same exact story. So, we're so gonna this is a flash right. big him in the gym thinking about the plan right now. Yeah. yeah. So I was at the gym. <laughs> 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 so I was at the gym. So we're at, so I was at the gym, and that no, the our old former co-host was had a Facebook group, and I used to, and I helped build the Facebook group. Oh, what are those? Huh? I hate those. Shut up. Because <laughs> we have one too. Oh damn! Here comes the backstory yeah, on this. One. This man was the original guy who used to host viewing parties. So, so I was doing viewing parties, and as you you've been to one of the viewing parties. Yes. I was there in the beginning. You know, so, R. P. To Big um 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 Big Scotty out in the building. He said, "Yo, bro, you be the fifth man of viewing parties." By the way, hi. <laughs> well, look at him now. So. Uh, we're doing the viewing parties. He ended up working with me at the viewing parties, and we ended up growing. The nah, man, nah, 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 man. God, I need to finish the story. He said a nice version of it. Like well, he saw what he's winning, and after that, he want to hop on like a rodeo. Me, he was dick riding him. That there you go. Wow, damn, dick riding without a license. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we ended up we ended up working together, and then he was like, "Oh, we need to do more. We need to do more." And I was like, "We need to." Well, at the time. I was watching a lot of Charlemagne, the guy with, with on Andrew Schultz on Brendan Elliott. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yes. Show. Uh, so this is this is when they were at their peak and they were growing, and there was only like it was only like a few podcasts out at the time. I was listening to um, Sam Roberts' podcast, Joe Budden, um, Joe Budden's podcast when it was called. I'll, I'll name this podcast later, and like um, and also uh, Andrew Schultz and, and, and Charlemagne the God's Brilliant Idiots show. So I'm listening to that. I remember Shawman kept saying, like, content is king, content is king, content is king. This is before it was like everybody was saying it. Yeah. And then um he I was like, he when he was complaining about he wants to grow the brand that me and him were working with together, I was like, Well, you gotta put out some type of content. And I and then I was watching, I was at the gym, I was watching they had first take on. This is when Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bills were still together. I and I was like, Oh, there's no show like this that does wrestling. So that needs to be the next thing. So I came with him to with the idea about it. I was like, "Hey, we should do this, this, and that. More of a debate show type of thing, moderate and every and all that nature." I think that would be something different than what he did. He's like, "Oh, I, I'm not sure. I want to be on camera." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Shut the fuck up. It's not that serious. Like, everybody looks weird. Like, it's just true. It's true. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Like, it's not that serious." Like this, so just get over it. So then he's like, "All right, cool." He's like, "We should we should get a female involved." So my original thing was have a female moderate it, and me and him debate. So then that's when I put out the the Facebook status, and then Janelle was the like Facebook posts of death, and then, and then, and then Janelle was and that's how me and Janelle got on. So but then I guess he didn't feel comfortable debating me or having a conversation with me per se. He's the waxum. <laughs> 
so he didn't want to do it. So he wanted to become the moderator. But it was weird because he was still debating though. <laughs> and, and, and it didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really it, work. It was a really weird imbalance on that. So yeah, in the begin. So in the beginning of the of the podcast that we used to be in, me and him would debate. But really, we were all three debate. And then one of the shows, he went away on vacation, and he asked his he asked his brother, Mister Black, to come and do the episode. So we had. But the way that we did it was instead of me and him going back and forth, I was in the moderator position. And the two of them, because they were brothers, it made sense for them to go back and forth. So we did the episode, had fun, everybody loved it, we were cool. And then after that, this was the beginning of the end, I think. You know the guys, you know that part is very told, told wrong, right? What? That didn't happen. This happened. You was out. You went out somewhere. And then and then um and then I got on the show. Yeah, that that's what happened. And like, um, I don't know what happened to you. I think that you went on vacation with your ex-girlfriend, something like that. Because I remember, because he asked, what do you want to be called on the show? And I yes, said- Yes, that's what happened. And I said- But uh, we then, after that, had did an episode exactly. with the three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he, he felt comfortable with having my brother- He, had, he felt comfortable with having my brother on. So he's like, all right, cool. As an alternative. As an alternative. Like a six man off the bench. Yeah. yeah. But what happened was, when he went on vacation, it turned up, into yeah. Draymond- Clay oh, Thompson yeah. and and Steph Curry. Yeah. We're on the Warriors dynasty type of vibe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and everybody and knows um, I'm, I'm a big Warriors and, fan. So unbeknownst to I think us, we didn't really think it would hit the way that it did. And it did really well. And it did, yeah. So that's why I say it really was the beginning. That's why that, it was that the beginning first part of the end. it matters. But us doing the episode together is really what honestly was the start of really the Jabba Tears podcast without it being the Jabba Tears podcast. So yeah. fast forward to that. I, I always say creative differences, but people got any feelings and they got disrespectful and all that stuff. So we part ways and we decided <laughs> we decided to, to continue on the podcast. And and that was so we did our pilot episode on his birthday. Mm-hmm. In the bar. In at Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but before then we so when we had creative differences. That's the PG phrase. Why 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 are you sighing for? <laughs> uh, so in reality, I know the feeling multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yes. I guess I'll I'll be frank about it. If anybody knows, if anybody's been watching from before it was called We Ain't Them, does anybody know what it was called before We Ain't Them? No. No. So we didn't do it. It had something to do with food. Uh, yeah, no. You got me on that. Oh, okay. So you did a food w- show. Yeah. So it was called originally the podcast was called the Bacon and Cheese Podcast. The beginning of what? The Bacon, Bacon Egg and Cheese. Bacon. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes. I th- yeah, I-, I was following you guys. <laughs> yeah. So then we switched. So where was you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I told you you did there. <laughs> I just You was like said, I spot. Yeah, that. I did. <laughs> I thought it was good too. Yeah. So, so did he until creative. <laughs> yeah. So creative differences. You're stupid, you know. <laughs> Per se, um, and but people got real disrespectful, and yeah. I know for some reason I feel like this gonna come back, this gonna come back and wrap around because you know people like to bring this up, but that's what it was. It was creative differences. People got a little disrespectful, and you know things don't work out. And now it is, it is 
But it's it better is. than ever. Yeah, actually, it is. It's but been... but that's but so that's so then you would definitely understand. That's what happened with us. So we did the pilot episode, and then that was his birthday around November of that year. And then at the top of the year was when we started episode one. So yeah, we started the Job with Tears podcast. We were recording in in an office space. Yeah. Um, with a dry erase board behind yeah. us, and I was writing on it every week. Yeah, um, look at the first few episodes. But they, rough, <laughs> rough, rough, video. But, 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 technolo- but techno- technology got better over the years, and then so so it ended up working out. We ended up growing. Yeah. Um, and once again, shout outs to Le- to Leo. He was Leo. our original cameraman. Yeah. And Dirty he Dick definitely Leo. went through the trenches with us. Yeah. And barefoot I, and all. I barefoot and all, smashing <laughs> women in the parks. Of girls. All of them. Yeah. So, 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 to, for people who are listening, they probably like, "What is going on here?" <clears throat> Leo was our original camera guy, Dirty Dick Leo. So he used to be the camera guy when we did the other show. Yeah. So that I brought Leo with me as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, Leo wasn't the greatest camera guy in the world, but he was a good guy. Yeah. He had his. He had. He had he his was, moments. He was there for us. Like, he was. He was always had our back and stuff of that nature. He was actually like. The fourth, the fourth member yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you, you, you ever watch Joe Budden's podcast? Yeah. Remember when before Parks was on camera? Yes. You would hear his voice and stuff like that. That's how that Leo was. Leo. Yeah. So you would hear Leo talk. Leo would say some wild stuff, and Leo w- was a very um, eclectic person. Yeah, he's on a spectrum, low key. <laughs> he, he, that's yeah. a perfect word for him. Though. Yeah. So he's a very eclectic person on low key. He um, loved the larger women. He was very skinny. He definitely is. But I was my man. We used to back mad girls together. We back mad girls together. He was skinny as hell, Jamaican. Yeah. Legit. Um, never combed his hair. Never. Like for him, the bigger the better. Yes. Was he was wild sometimes. He was wild. And then um he would um give homeless women food to sleep and with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Let me tell you this. What? It's my favorite story, Leo. So Leo said this, right? He's a go to the park, whatever, and see a homeless woman, right? And then he would offer them chicken. He said, yo, I'll give you food and everything like that. But he was said that I have to sleep with you. He said, you come in, whatever. So then after he finished smashing them, he gave them cold Popeyes and kicked them out. Yeah, Leo was a, Leo was a different breed of of human of human. But yeah. he added. That's the one thing I, I I look back and I always love is he added sazon. Yeah, that seasoning, the jerk seasoning to our show in that sense because he <laughs> yeah. like, up that area. So. Like he brought out like the one thing I learned from Leo is no matter where you go, always be yourself because your the world is your oyster. Yeah. Like if but, you're in the yeah. world. You in it? You got this. But he, but he, he, he has, he has moved on. He's um working yeah, for UPS. Yeah, he's a dad. He's he, a, works, he got, he he got like three job. kids. He has another kid now. I, yeah, I'm hundred percent sure he has another kid. Well, the first there was twins, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was yeah. a doozy. Yeah. And then, but no, I say we say that in in appreciating Leo and what he yeah. added because without him, that foundation of what you see now wouldn't be. So I always give him his flowers for yeah. that because there was a time he didn't think we appreciated and we loved him. But, you know, we will always love and appreciate Leo because he was the fourth member of the Jabba Tears podcast, especially for that first season that we had. Cause, yeah. And yeah. it's interesting looking back because we almost didn't make it past that first season. So yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a couple of roughs and bumps. Roughs. And- and and, and 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 holes in walls and but 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 it, but it worked. I think what help us continue grow because as much credit people won't give us, 
we were kind of in the forefront of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now we might we we might not be the biggest podcast. Yeah. We not might might not be the most popular one, mm-hmm. but we're low key underground kings mm-hmm. in, this, in, in in the black wrestling podcast game. You know what yeah. I mean? Because a lot of people, I, a lot of people have told us that we're like, hey, you, it's because of you guys we started yeah. our stuff, we saw your stuff, and everything of that nature. And and um, you know, so so it, it it's we I think it we had reached a point in our first year where it was like this is bigger than us now. Yeah. And we just have to figure Can, out. Uh, yeah, figure things out and continue and, and continue growing with that. And regardless, it, it's going to work out. It, it, like, at this point, we're it stuck did. with each we other. Stuck. <laughs> I yeah. mean, they already biologically stuck. And, you know, once again, this has been my best friend for almost 10 years. And then, you know, in, in terms of him, having him in my life, I could gain another brother in that nature <clears throat> Of and then once we all I think got that like we're all in the same page and we're in this all together, that's really when I think things kind of took to another level. Even us, you know, having we did a live show before we've done oh, yeah. um yeah. the viewing parties elevated in a yeah. sense because now it's like the Job of Tears podcast yeah. is hosting. What was interesting, party. it was two separate podcasts doing a viewing party. <laughs> yep, at one point, <laughs> really? yeah. Yeah. It, it, so, so <laughs> story block. time. Story time on this one. Um, when we he, when he decided, like, yo, uh, you know, we're gonna have creative differences. It's time to split. He kept the name of his. We had a brand new one. So then now it was like Raw and SmackDown are happening on the same show. Matter of yeah. fact, better. Oh wow! It was. WCW versus NWO, but it, but but the thing about it, it NWO was still part of WCW. Mm-hmm. Just as but but the thing no, about it, we were yeah, we, we were, were completely separate. separate. Yeah, oh. it, but it, it was like it, I, I make it even more extreme. It was like if the Warriors and the Lakers are playing the same arena at the same time. Oh, that's so two definitely. games at the same time. That's definitely. So, but I but mean, think about it. We made it work, and a lot of things. What I, I mean, did, would you say not so much? Not so much the Lakers for him. Would it be more of the King side? No, it it, it was a good. Oh, it was yeah. a, no. I would I would, I would never diminish <laughs> never what yeah, his no. brand was doing because one 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 thing I helped help help that thing grow. That's fair. That group that Facebook group page grow, but also I don't think he realized how fast we were growing within a few seconds because mm. I think it was like a second or third viewing party. He came he came up to me. He was like. Yeah, somebody asked for you. They, they asked it by by name. They asked the job tears by name. And I think he was like he was caught. He was taken aback by it, like, mm-hmm. like whoa, what's going on? That so then when, that was when I wasn't going to the viewing party. So then we were sharing the venue at this mm. time, and then more creative differences happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this wildest. Listen to this wildest. I, I, I'm not gonna divulge what happened because it's, it's it's many sides, three sides to the story. Mm-hmm. My side, his side, and the Jesus truth. Christ. So I see so, what you did there. Yes, because <laughs> Jesus might not be right either. It may not. Oh, yeah. Do not disrespect black Jesus like that. But anyway, so Thank we're you. doing the thing together, and this shit just is going straight left. But the venue loves me. Mm-hmm. They love me. So you know when you have a divorce, and now y'all trying to split up the assets, the bar wanted. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> you got to you got to split friends. Yeah. yeah, but 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 the thing about it, he had taken his ball and went he, like 
He was like, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking this stuff and I'm going down the block. He's like, literally. he literally went down the block. Down the block. Literally. 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 He went to Jack Dempsey's? Yeah. Yes. No, I figured that. Literally. Down the block. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is fine. Fine. Which is fine. Fine. The only problem is he didn't tell me. Yeah, down the block. I found out through Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Facebook invite about his event at Jack Dempsey. Yeah. And then in the beginning, he was low-key trying to have to stop people from going to Legend. Yeah. To then go to to Jack yeah. Dempsey to, to for the video oh, party, that's just but, but again. It, it got messy. But then it, it like I, I swear our lives like a TV show. Oh, absolutely. So then like episode <laughs> the part three of the of the breakup was me and him finally spoke. Okay, and we spoke. He put things aside, and it was like, all right, nigga, you just not being a bitch. He's like, oh my bad, and then that was it. Yeah, it was some tears shed, and that was about it. Yeah. So closure. It was, it, was, it was legit closure. Yeah. He yeah. got that. Yeah. Ask if anybody else in the room got that. Yeah. No. Oh, I know the feeling. I definitely know <laughs> that feeling. But you know what? <laughs> it's, it's okay because the type of person that I've always been is, I, I, regardless of anything, whether it's exes, whether it's people I don't talk to no more, what, what, regardless, if we've had interaction in life, I'm always going to want the best for you. I still keep an ex around. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I still keep an ex around. I don't know why this nigga would, would reveal that, but uh, like I, 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 I ain't gonna lie, I'm a changed man nowadays. But for a good portion of my life, I kept an ex around. I mean, I chamber. feel like everyone did until like you we know, had a rotation. Until you have or you find a person that doesn't make you want to have a rotation, yeah. you gonna have a rotation. That's not a rotation. You just got kicked out one in the clock. Well, yeah, but I feel like everyone has one in the Glock. Yeah, and I had to keep one for a while on on standby. But yeah, but no, but with him is, and, and you know, we can always move on if you have other questions. But for him, it, for us, it was just like, we're going to focus on us. We're going to focus on our brand. We're going to focus on what matters to us and how we can change the wrestling community. And, change the world. And, 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 and in doing that was where the birth of Jabba Slam came from. And that it, it came from us, you know, either hosting, uh, being on the podcast, or doing things like it just became like he mentioned bigger than us, and we we realized the assignment. So for us, in in the state that we're in now, we're in a really good space, I think, podcast wise, and just even personally, like yeah. we understand each other a lot better. We 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 respect each other and those are the things that are always going to be important for whenever you have a podcast we're here, or really, niggas. or really any, whether it's a podcast here, or really just anything you do business or anything cuz essentially this is a business too mm-hmm. so for us there's always money involved and things like that so there has to be a level Maybe of we'll go to Atlanta of too. respect we're not going to Atlanta <laughs> there has to be a level of respect and honesty and trust and unfortunately we didn't have that with the original person we were doing the podcast with so now us having everything's more in house so whether it's, you know, it was the birth of the, of the Jabba Tears Network where we have your sports and we had Sazone Talk and we had Two and a Half Bros. Like, for us, it became like, yo, let's just give people more content, different content, and but we're all, we're all a family. Like, we, at the end of the day, the, all, all these cameras can go off, podcasts can be no more at the end of the day. We still have a we play a very important part in each of our lives, and that's what matters. Like I, I tell I tell people something. I don't give a fuck about this. This this whatever. What I always gonna care about is the betterment and health of these two, and the people that we that that's in our network and in our family yeah. circle. And yeah. that's really what it is. So I we're blessed that we've had the opportunities that we've had. Um, whether it's as a team or individually, we've all had different well amazing opportunities to do 
different things and represent Jabba Tears podcast. Like he's, you know, he's done media stuff on his own, but he's always been. I got my, I got my, I got my team with me. But because, because at the end of the day, everything that we have now. And you, like like during the intro, you're just like, oh, you're doing the block is doing this, Saruk is doing this, Janelle's doing this, all this other stuff. It started from the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like without the podcast, yeah. I, I'm not gonna hundred percent say that we wouldn't have what we have today, but I'm almost ninety percent, ninety nine percent sure yeah. that we 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 wouldn't have that. We wouldn't. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's been it's been a good platform for us to do other things individually and together, because. People get to know it. People stop us on the street. People, you know how it is. People are like, oh, I like your stuff. I like, I like what you're doing. Like, it's a blessing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got to wrestle. I got to wrestle. I got to wrestle. Shoot. And I referee a lot of matches. Yeah. And she's part of it. I got to wrestle Simon Miller. Yes. <laughs> yeah. These so, niggas is gonna hate me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they already do. They, 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 they hated they you before already. you even got oh, in yeah. the ring. Oh yeah. But if, so, um. But, but the thing about it is just like, just to put like a pin on it, it's just like, at the end of the day is when you have a team, you got to evolve. I always compare it to the Fast and Furious. You're not going to steal VCRs, DVDs from Trucks Forever. Eventually, you'll go in space with your homies. You feel me? That's the natural <laughs> progression of people's friendship. The sticks gets higher. The um 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 the, the money gets different. People mature. People change. If you watch Ludacris from Fast and the Furious one or two, he ain't the oh, same. To the af- from the Afro well, to the braids, uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> Tyrese, <laughs> same exact <laughs> thing. You feel me? Vin Diesel went from the stealing regular stuff to being a superhero when he says the streets always win and broke the ground. It's one of, the, one of my favorite scenes of all time. <laughs> That man said said the one thing about the streets, it always wins. Don't forget what The Rock, don't forget The Rock was like, um, he took a sensu bean and he flexed, his whole thing felt, the cast fell off. The Rock pulled down a helicopter with his bare hands. Like this, like this. This is true. How impressive was that for you? Very impressive. (laughs) Son, Roman Reigns was in that. He did a spear in the Roman Reigns spirit might be there. Come on, B. So that come was on, hard. B. So, so, come so, on, B. And that's yeah. hard. Yeah, so what was the question you about to ask? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you guys mentioned evolving. Um, and, like you know, Pokemon. more... <laughs> like Pokemon. Uh, like more things... Well, technically, I'm an Eevee guy, so... You know what's crazy? Why? Michael, we were talking about Pokemon. It's a lot of person. Listen. What's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon? Yeah. It's Squirtle. That's hard. Okay, what about you? Um, Arcanine. That's random, but okay. That's very interesting. Mm. You said Eevee. I said Why Eevee? Eevee. Why not? You can't really evolve. Why you need a stone squirtle? to evolve. So what? So what? <laughs> so what? So what? Wait, then Court. I can evolve into anything. Is it because of your hair? I'm going to talk to the engineer. Court, what's your favorite Pokemon? Wow. Man, man dug that. That was a dig. <laughs> that was a dig one. That was a deep dive, bro. <laughs> Wait, so what's your favorite evolve of Squirtle? Then? Blastoise. Sweet. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I remember you back in your Pokemon Blue days. Yeah. I had I had the game, B. That makes sense. But you know what's crazy? I really understand nostalgia and why people go so hard for this stuff. When you think about your 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 like earlier years and stuff that you were doing, that 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 rush of dopamine hits your head. Like yo, damn! That was a good time. It probably wasn't even a really good time. But it was a regular yeah. time. Yeah. But you, but remembering what you were doing when you were playing Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, whatever it was, mm-hmm. silver, silver, gold, yeah. or gold mm-hmm. or silver, you 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 were playing. The greatest one was Pokemon Stadium. 
Oh my god. Oh, of course. Oh, by oh my far. god. When they released Pokemon Stadium, I felt like I can be the very best <laughs> oh, that no one ever was. No one ever was. Catch them is my real test. To train them is my call. <laughs> like this. Yo, but you I felt that. Do you yeah, I felt that. There's a whole nother like verse. Of course there the is. Yeah, that yeah. that man who that white boy He's who money. sang it. He put he sang it, he sang it from his soul, son. Yeah. yeah. Sang it right here, and then Pokemon Go. Oh Pokemon Go brought the world together at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. I remember people were on the streets, grown men and women, mm-hmm. running around on these streets with their glued to their phone catches. Oh, you saw that right there, my nigga? Oh, I saw that. And on the Hood low, niggas, drug dealers. Come on, B. Hipsters. Come on, Shoot. B. And made people lose weight by walking everywhere. Come <laughs> on, please. Uh-huh. It's good times and all that. That's a little nostalgia for people who are listening. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so evolving. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm sorry. Uh, so evolving and as well as you know growing, you know, you know, changing, you know, cast mates as well. You know, how is it as you know as you guys are brothers? How is that dynamic for it's you? It's miserable guys? sometimes. That's point. That's always been said. It's miserable, obnoxious, but at the same time, it's still my brother. Okay, from my point of view, it's just like it's like watching yourself. You feel me? Because we're very close in age. We're like Irish twins. You understand? Like. My birthday is in June. His birthday is November. So it's Sagittarius a... Sagittarius for people who didn't know. Right, right, right. He's a Sag of a Cancer. So it's just like... The funny thing about it, if you go deep into our signs, he is a Cancer rising. I'm a Sag rising. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know Ebony is mad right now. Uh, she is so mad because she would have enjoyed this conversation. Trust me, uh, I'm super deep every into Every Super deep every into bitch. I'm into life path numbers. I'm into soul, soul origin numbers. I look up all of that, B. I don't care Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, all in touch into that. that. So it's weird because you're looking at him like... Cause we got, cause, 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 like we got better relationship throughout the podcast. Yeah. I would say that wrestling saved my life. You feel me? Like if you watch episode one, how we looked, boy, our skin was ashy. You know, like <laughs> I always use cocoa butter. His skin right now is not sexy as it is right now, B, because he ain't stressed. He drinking water, son. He I've take care of his skin. Water. I've always, but I'm still stressed out. I don't. Boy, know. his skin was not smooth <laughs> like this, dog. This is his story. This one I assume like this. So, is it hard? It's just kind of looking like you expect more from each other. You understand? But the thing about it is, because I expect more from from him, is he can't bullshit me. Cause I see right through. I was like, nigga, I was there when you tried to figure the shit out, nigga. Like, nigga, I was there when he was Urkel, nigga. I was there when he was mad skinny, nigga. Like, you can't. I was never yeah, you, you, you definitely the type that'll call him out. Like he be talking about. He be talking about. Yo, I ain't come from nothing. I was in the gutter. Where the fuck was I when this was happening? <laughs> the fuck was I? Do not believe him. He was skinny, V. Then he got brawling. We didn't come from the gutter. We didn't come from the gutter. We didn't come from the gutter. No, I, so, so I was looking at a podcast episode where it was uh, Gilly and... Um, Wallow? Gilly and Wallow. And Gilly was telling the story. He's like, yo, you know, when, when we was walking down the block, niggas was afraid of us. You know, when they saw us, you know, I was a wild lion out here. And Wallow just coming, where the fuck was I when this was happening? <laughs> Ain't nobody was afraid of us. You went to the corner and we all hung out. What the fuck you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because like and the thing about it, we can never make up our, our, our past. Like, bro, we, we lived in a we lived in a house. Yes. With a two-car garage. Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We live yeah. in the suburbs. We live in a bird. Which makes no sense because 
On the same token, niggas, niggas was game banging in the suburbs. Why? Yeah, my bad was in my neighborhood. yeah, like why? Rosa has mad drugs. Right, like both your parents have good jobs. One's a nurse, one's a doctor. Boy. I had a friend that went to jail for scamming. Yeah. His dad was his dad was a lawyer, his mom was a nurse. And I remember one time I looked at him, I was like, why are you doing this? He's like, because I need extra money. I was like, no, no you don't. Your you mom don't. pays for everything. But that's, that's <laughs> greed. Greed will greed to get you there. That's definitely true. Smart kid, though. How's he doing, by the way? Owns a trucking business. Oh, good for him. Look at that. Okay. Look at that turn. Uh, now, my son Sugar changes life. Now, to follow up on that, Janelle, yeah. you and Wilkins are best friends for 10 years. Yeah. How is that dynamic? Because I know I my exact. No, it's not it's even. Not. No, it's not. But, have, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Our executive director is my best friend of 10 years. So I know like we and him get into it. I be, And I keep him accountable for all shit. Now, it's a lot different because he's not on camera, which eventually he'll get here. Shout out to you, executive Shout director. Shout out to you, His wife. Oh. <laughs> his wife is from Bermuda? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Yeah, and his daughter. Oh. Oh, yes. so you're not a passport boy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, he went to Bermuda for, to, to find a wife? No, well, no, no, no. no. She. It's a long story that I can't really explain. It's better that he explains. Okay. But long story short, she lived there. She got pregnant. He moved there. That's the commitment that he showed for her. Wait, hold up. Okay, now I got it. Yes, he does. It's a it's a long story. Okay, look, I I will answer your question. I just want to know how long between when they met to when they when she got pregnant. Oh, it's a while. It was definitely a while. Okay. Was it ninety days? No. You're annoying. It's definitely, it definitely, it definitely was years. It was definitely years. No, I only asked that because I was like, yo, had he had met her, and then that happened, yeah. Smash got her pregnant, and no, so so that would have been so he no, so he didn't meet her in Bermuda. She was in, she was oh. I okay. thought he went to go he went to Bermuda. So yeah, he traveled. I, I, no, no, that's no. why I had asked. And he fell what in love. Was the time oh, no, no. space? Because I was like, was, if was my man went totally to a resort, found her, <laughs> smashed, and got her pregnant, shot at the club, I'd be like, sir. Yeah, I would. What are we doing? Yeah, I would have looked at him like, my nigga. What? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot of niggas like that. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. But um, your question in regards to how I mean, he understands me. I understand him, and I feel like because we've always had. Such a really good way of communicating to each other and keeping each other, as you mentioned, accountable for things. Um, I could depend on him and vice versa. So, like, because our foundation of our friendship was built on, you know, I met him at his first, at the first reading party. Yeah, with an ex boyfriend. Then no, yeah, with my with my boyfriend at the time from yeah. when I was with in college, and he didn't want to be there. He definitely didn't want to be there, and but we sat, we had a good time, and then I oh, I came back and stuff like that, but. I've just oh I we've just always had a level of respect for each other. See, it's not a bashing. I wasn't gonna bash you. No, I'm just saying. I feel like it, it's like oh, how you guys dealing with Wilkins? <laughs> oh no, no, no. No, he. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I love your personality. I'll be like, you know why? Because I feel like when it comes when it comes to a lot of things, I feel like I like me and you have had conversations, and me and you can relate. I was just like, yeah, I definitely get him a lot. It, yeah, yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot the, of but things. But that's the perception. A lot of people, when they, you know, they'll they'll always think he's the mean one. He he's the rude one. He he's the arrogant one. He's the one that he's the selfish one. And he's none of those things. Like any any opportunity that he's gotten, he's he's always dragged us along for the ride. Any and vice versa. Any anything that he knows that'll help elevate us, whether it's professionally or personally, he's always there. Yeah. So the perception people have of him, that's on them. And and that's always something, and and that's always been the struggle too, because, you know, that's not him. 
Well, fuck so, these niggas. <laughs> yeah. But see, then you I'm going to come... Actually, I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that about that because we've had that conversation. But yeah. I want to really talk about that in depth. But first, uh, oh, yes. you guys were talking yeah. about... Oh, yeah. Be I'm prepared. prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> so one of the things you guys did talk about is, again, we're talking about evolving and what the podcast did for you now... As I mentioned in the intro, you are part owner of Battle Club Pro. Yeah, now, so explain to me, how did that come to fruition? Um, so, shout outs to Joe Kim Morales. Happy um, birthday. Happy belated birthday. He's also another Gemini. Gemini. But, um, so, once again, with wrestling, the wrestling community, especially wrestling community people of color, is, is fairly small. Like, contrary to belief. So... You know, for us, when we first started doing the podcast, we were just trying to figure out how do we maneuver? How do we get people to view? How, how do we do this? And one of the things we really worked on was building our relationship with, with independent wrestlers, independent promotions, and things of that nature. So come and meet Joe, and he's a part of Battle Club. And what we started to do was sponsor matches, sponsor shows, and things like that. We start, just started getting involved which then essentially encouraged other podcasters and other people to sponsor and get involved with Battle Club Pro. So then we were originally supposed to do Jabra Slam. So that's my, every year we always sit and we're like, all right, what goals are we going to do? What's something we're going to do different this year? And what, 2019, we were like, we're going to do a show. We're going to blow everyone's mind and we're going to put on our own show. That no one, cause no one, no one else has done it yet. So then the pandemic said, skirt, not happening. So that had to go on pause. But yeah. in us doing job or Sam and working with him, and I think he just saw, I mean, there's always a need for, I, I think it's important to have a woman a part of a team because their point of view and how they view things and their vision of things is, is going to be very different. And that's okay. And that's a great, I think, I, I think it's a great quality to have. And whether it's a partner, business partner, relationship partner, I think it's good to have that type of balance. And I think for him, he saw the value in like, okay, she's dedicated. She she wants she wants to help evolve Battle Club Pro. And so, ambulance uh, to me because I didn't know. So uh, the week of Jabra Sam, the first one, he had messaged me and said, "I want to talk to you about something, but after the show." So I said, "Okay, not thinking nothing of it. Do do do, not enough of it." Day the show comes. So I'm like, okay, cool. We get in the ring. We're all here. We're all happy. We're all family bunched up. Cool. And then he hits me with the, remember I told you how to tell you something in the middle of the ring? You know, remember I tell you something? I was like, yeah. And that's when he offered part ownership of Battle Club Pro. So for me, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why would you do this? Why? And I'm very bad on surprises and stuff like that. I hate that shit. So that's why I'm like, what? But I saw that there was a need. For a for a woman of color to be a part of the independent wrestling scene because you don't see it, and a lot of people don't realize the impact that that has even in the locker room, where you want women to feel comfortable. You want mm -hmm. you want the one thing I've always loved about Battle Club, and it's like one of the like our mantras is we a family. Like we you are. go to a show, it's a family vibe. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's here with everybody. It's no problem. So. When he asked me, I, I honestly did not have an answer. Legit. In, in, in all honesty, if I'm going to be absolutely real, I wanted to say no. And, <laughs> and all, if I'm going to be completely honest, I wanted to say absolutely not. I'm okay with the podcast. I'm cool. I'm good. But like we've mentioned before, 
it's bigger than us. And yeah. I had to think about not only myself, I had to think about my team. I had to think about the future. I had to think about how are we going to take things to another level. And and how do we how do we be a part of the solution to the problem of of people of color not being a part of wrestling? How do we how do we break down that stigmatism of wrestling's corny whack like it's a hush thing? How do we do all that? Is we got to be a part of it, and it's the same thing we've talked about on our podcast about how you got to have people of color as writers, you got to have people of color as producers, you got to have people like if you're gonna infiltrate the system, you got to do it from behind the scenes. You can't always be in the forefront of that. So I knew that it, it was at, like I said, I wanted to say no. But then the next show, I gave my answer, and it was yes. But it was yes because it was bigger than me, and it and it was a need for it, and and it wasn't something like I couldn't do. You know what I mean? It wasn't something that I was like, oh my god. But I just knew I knew for us to elevate. It was and myself. It was a goal of mine to do the show, and once we did the show, I was like, I'm good. But now we're what coming up on Java Sam three and. For us, it's, it's how do July we... July 27th. July 20th. July 29th. 29th. New Jobber City. New York, New City. Um, Cheap plug. But it, it became a... All right, I have to do this for us as a community. If, mm-hmm. if there's going to be a representative, cool. I, I will put myself in that position because it's important to have somebody in that position. So um, I'm... Absolutely blessed that I'm able to enjoy this journey, not only with my brothers, but with Joe and Ray and Paul and everybody there. Now that we have the training school, so we have Fallout, so like, and all the trainers and teachers and things like that. So, like, us just, it just was another, I think, level up for us to do that. And it gave the opportunity. He started wrestling, you know, training to being a ref. He started. Him started wrestling and training started off as a joke and then it's not a joke anymore because he had his match. So I, I, yeah. I just, I'm truly, I, I'm blessed. It's not always easy. So don't think that I'm sitting here like, this is great. This is cookies and raindrops because mm-hmm. it's not. And it's not for everyone. And yeah. I will say that there are a lot of people that, you know, always ask me like, how do you do it? And it's just like, we have a job. We got to get it done. Sure. And and I'm I'm just thankful that I have a great support system that is along for the ride because like I always tell I tell my boy like my, I wouldn't have made it through the first job I was saying without the person that I'm with today. Like he saw everything from the bottom up and was there and and even with them us putting the card together, us doing the little stuff. Yeah. Those are the things that makes wrestling so dope is when we have those moments. Like our first show when we had Shane Taylor Promotions versus Prolific. <sighs> I cried when Prolific came. Yeah. I cried. Like, I was in the corner. Yeah. I cried because to two out of the three of them, we saw their beginnings in wrestling. Yep. We we were there when they started training. We were there for yep. their first shows, when they won titles and things Staten like Island. that. In Staten Island. In Staten Island, taking a boat to, to with a cab and a bus and all that stuff. Damn. So we saw the beginnings. And so to be able to share those moments with people that have been with us from the beginning, it <clears> meant something. And I think that... That for me was made me realize like we have to keep doing this. We have to keep creating these moments and being a part of those moments and those opportunities because we can't always sit here and say, "Well, they don't get opportunities because they're black." And it's like we there's no excuse now. No excuse. There's no excuse. So I, I I'm blessed. I'm thankful. It's not easy. I I don't recommend it for the weak at heart. Um, 
but it it's a part it's a part of our journey and and I don't think we would have been able to elevate un- unless we had that first show. Yeah. Now to follow up on that Mr. Black, I uh you know, Janelle, you did mention refereeing. How did you get into refereeing? Because <laughs> it's an interesting, it's an interesting take. All right, so <laughs> the only black ref I saw consistently was this dude named Nick Shin. Nick, shout out to Nick. Nick Shin, like he's the, to me, he's the OG black ref in the in the scene. I've seen him everywhere for years, years, <laughs> years. All right, during the time when I was considering what to do in the wrestling, because I like I still try to find myself. The thing about me doing this podcast, it allowed me to. Become the man I am today. It gave me directions and all of that. If you ask my brother, he probably looked was just like, man, you know, he was not doing nothing with your life. He was working, coming home, and that's it. I was like, he he was right. You feel me? When a man don't have direction and a purpose, like he's he is set up to fail. That's it. Like a, like a lot of people don't understand that. So me doing podcasts, like I want to do something in wrestling. During that time, I had a bad shoulder to the point where I could just did this, it would pop out. I was like, dang, I don't like like I like hitting people, but I don't like it hitting hit, hit back. I don't I, I don't like it. Period. So that's the, so that's me being selfish. So I was like, yeah, what's the best way? So I saw Nick all the time. Nick, 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 how you get into yo? Get into it, man. I asked him a couple of questions. I we was in DC, and we went there to sponsor Big Swole. Shout out to Big Swole. You know, shout out to her. We went out there to sponsor the match, and then shout out to my hope girl, um, uh, Spice Bugle, and. Big game Leroy, right? They was like, yo, I talk shit forever in the crowd. Like, if you came to indie show, people know me back in the day before I started roughing, the biggest shit talker. Like, I talk shit to the wrestlers, everybody, but I do it respectfully. Because if you're here, I'm gonna boo you. If you're Bayface, I'm gonna boo, I'm, I'm gonna cheer for you. Because I believe that as an audience, we're all in it. So don't be the dickhead and talking about, oh, no, wrestling, no. You be the smart fan and add to the show. You feel me? Because why you are why why you taking away by criticizing? Yo, boo the wrestlers. You understand? Mm-hmm. Cheer the faces. You can be a part of the show just by doing the basics. So I was just like, Joe Kim, I'm gonna go to battle. All right, man. You know, pull up, pull up. So then I pulled up, and then I started training, training, training. I went from doodle to trash. <laughs> I'm so trash <laughs> as far as wrestling wise, but reference wise, you can't fucking touch me. I remember shout out to Santi, one of my coaches. He said, "Yo, what are you doing over here? Like, what do you want out of wrestling?" I said, "Dead in." I looked dead in his face. I want to be the best referee ever. So, becoming a referee, going through the process, taught me the simple compound effect. You put one foot forward, the second foot. You keep on going, a snowflake effect, you're going to get better. You're going to, like, um, you're going to get consistent. Wrestling taught me so much life lessons as far as just developing a character as a man where, yo, if somebody owes you money after like I done and rough your thing, I'm going to talk to you. The old, the old version of me couldn't do that because I didn't know who I was. Now I'm on some like, yo, bro, you owe me money? What's up? Work with me. You feel me? Listen, I had a situation, somebody, somebody didn't pay me. I ain't going to treat you any differently, but I'll never work for you ever again. I never, I learned in wrestling, leave people with their dignity. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, son, that will come back and bite you in your ass. Oh, so I don't embarrass everybody. None of that. I just eat shit. I cool. I taught this for wrestling. Wrestling taught me how to be a stand-up version of myself because it allowed me to take the step back and like, dang, 
I fuck up matches. You understand? Nick Shin, shout out to Steve. Those are my tra- uh, those are my referee trainers, my brothers in arm. They'll come up to me. What the fuck was that? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Are you right? They they talking to me because they understand that how that has something in me. People don't talk to you if you don't see something in you. You're not being consistent. You know, I get help from all my um, all my um, all, all the workers. We all workers, but the wrestler come up to me. You gotta do this, do that, that, because they seen something in me. Because being a ref, one thing I learned is people understand if the refereeing is bad, the match will suck. Yeah. You feel me? Like you need the ref that be on time and stuff like that. And if it means that, hey, we got all going to training, we all got to lose the weight, whatever, whatever, collectively, I'm losing weight along with them. You feel me? And even as a ref, there's other jobs I have to do. I always make sure the locker room is clean. I always make sure everybody has the high spirit. I'm in training. Like, shout out to my son, Young Lion. Oh my nigga, young lion, let's go, let's go, let's go. I also everybody, if you love sports and you miss me in the locker room, join wrestling. Cause that's the best feeling you'll get being in the locker room full of guys that you love, that you see from the beginning of the journey. So yeah. refereeing is something I love, B. I love the game. I love the hustle. Would I do this for free? Yes. I got the pay in full hat. Like, don't be wrong, would I do it for free? You can't put a value on what I do in the ring, but I'll settle for a price. But you, know, you can't pay me what I'm value because I'm like we all don't have value. You understand? We determine if we're gonna work for this. But our price is priceless. Be priceless. Once you understand how priceless you are, son, you're limitless. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Make me want to say a little bit. <laughs> going a little emotional to be, to go in at. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hawkins. Uh, question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. Why does everybody hate Sir Wilkins? Oh, because I don't know. I think <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna say from my point of view. After no, there's, there's no reason to say it. it it's just it, it really is not a. It, it's really not a big deal to me. Cause. What's interesting about it, I don't think everybody hates me. People don't don't know me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think mm-hmm. that's what that's that's what it really comes down to. And also, I really don't give a fuck about other people that much. Love it. Fucking love it. Because it, it it's like, I think I, I've spoken to her about it. I've spoken to him about it. You're gonna have your village of people who who truly care about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have those people who care about you, who fuck with you, through good, bad, indifferent, whatever, and and then you'll figure it out. You'll have conversations, and then you'll figure th- you'll figure things out. Um, the people who complain online is like, nigga, you like you're not gonna do anything to me. Like, it's really not a big deal. It's my opinion, and and wrestling is not factual for the most part until it happens. Yeah. Like it, it's the most like it, it's the most opinionated sport that you'll ever see in your life. Like I could believe that Goldberg is the greatest wrestler of all time. He's not. But somebody be like, no, he's not. He's not. I believe Bret Hart is, or Shawn Michaels is. It's opinion based. Or granted, like granted, Eugene. is there skill that's involved in in there? Yes. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. We all know how great Bret Hart. We all know how great Shawn Michaels is. We all know how great. Goldberg, depending on who you're speaking to. But it's all your opinion about who it is. So when I say my opinion, you may not like it. I don't give a fuck. But if you tell me your opinion, oh, we can have a conversation about it. This is barbershop talk. Uh-huh. True. This is this, this is this is just it's just a conversation. It's it's in, and the thing about it, we're just talking. 
And I think because people have, like, once again, we've been doing the podcast over almost five years now. So for us, some people I do think take what we say like Bible. So then where, if there's an opinion or something that goes against that. It goes left. It goes left. Which is even with the clips that they post sometimes, like on, on Instagram or on TikTok, whatever it is, people are only seeing a clip. And I think people don't realize, people listen to react, they don't listen to comprehend. So the issue that I think a lot of people have, especially like with his, you know, with his pertaining to his comments in particularly, they they just don't honestly see it from that way. So because they don't see it that way, they, their first thing is to react. Whereas it should be, well, how do you see it that way? Well, and and having a conversation and and it being productive and and some people aren't about that they're not subscribing to being productive and having a productive conversation so. but but i also think that wrestling for many people is nostalgia in whatever form it is because for many people they started watching wrestling at a very young age mm-hmm. so when you talk against something that they cherish so much there's going to be reactions and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, everything I say is right, like 100%. It makes sense all the time. No, it's still my opinion. Like, it's still an, opi- an, an, an opinion. And not everybody's going to, like, like your opinion. But you're still going to watch the shit, though. And you're still going to comment. And you're still going to send it to wrestlers. Like, I tell people all the time, I appreciate the view. Yeah. Thank you. And then you're going to say, like, I know for a fact, there was a time that I know for a fact that People backstage at WWE were sharing our stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how yeah. that complex situation yeah. happened. So it, it, it's, it's, but, but it's like, it was across, but it's like, it's different group chats that are sharing my stuff, which is fine. I don't care or sharing our stuff in general, but it's like, yo, it's not, it's not that serious. But the thing about it, if you're getting so mad, thank you. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I'm making you feel a way. And you're doing something right. Good or bad or indifferent. But you felt something. Which means that we're doing our job. I'm doing my job. Which, which, which is just doing that. It's entertainment. It's still entertainment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And do people that hate me? Yeah. I, I, I don't care. I've had people I work with hate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Like literally hate me. But then I will give the shirt off my back for, some, for, for most people. Mm-hmm. And I will make sure people are good because I understand... Struggle and I'll always try to help somebody out. Yeah. But just to pick back what he's saying though is like it's just opinion baited. And sometimes I look at how people reply to something that go against what they believe in. And I always look at the individual because let's say how do I say something that let's say because to me, me and him, for example, he thinks Sting is the wackest dude ever, right? Which I don't agree with. I feel like Sting is the best. You know why? Sting for a million dudes and WCW. No, all the wrestlers for a million dudes in the ring with a baseball bat. No, no, all the dudes. You feel me? My son was Joker. My son, my son had red face paint with a goatee. Who does that? My man Sting. Be Sting cast with the same trick with the fake mask. I mean, with the with the the paint. Come on, he cast you all the time. But 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 it's it's. it's, But hold on, hold on, hold on. But wait, hold on, because he's mentioning Sting, which was probably people got mad about that one. When I mentioned about Sting not being as great. But it's like, once again, it goes back to what I said before. Many people grew up on Sting. Yeah. Like, for many people, Sting was their rock. Yeah. Sting was their stone cold. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Because he was the face of WCW for a very long time. Exactly. He didn't really carry the company, in my opinion. I think it was more Rick. But that's a different conversation. It's debatable, which is the the thing. But when you strike that nerve, especially when something that people truly love, they get offended by it. Like, I don't get offended when people shit on The Rock. Her boyfriend shits on the rock every oh, yeah. chance. I, I definitely do. I definitely, I definitely though, do it too. Yo, but what's crazy though is that Loki deep down he don't even mean that shit because he it's, just it's, yeah. To do it now. And and like I always look at how people react to certain things. Some people might say, "Oh, so what? Because you wrong, Mister Black. You wrong on his opinion." Cool, I could go back and forth with you. But then this is when like people get disrespectful, calling us outside our name. Idiots, lame, losers, all of that. But I look at those followers. people. Right. I look at those people and I say, you have a you issue. However, like, that, that's you because you won't be angry, come off, you attacking us. There have been times where, like, I see these people in person. You know what you said? Yo, Mr. Black, it wasn't nothing. Blah, 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 blah. I don't talk about this because nothing to brag about. I press a couple niggas like, what you said about me on this, da-da-da? Nah, Mr. Black, nah, nah, I was playing, da-da-da. Try to give me that for everything. Nah, nigga, suck my dick. All right? Well, a lot of people are keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors. I was going to go into that. So it's an interesting story that you mentioned that. So one of the episodes we did, we put up a reel, and somebody called Ebony a hoe. What? Was that one that went like super viral? Yeah. And they called her a hoe. She was just saying something. She was just saying her own opinion about how she feels about situations with certain men, certain women, and then she, she they just called her out her name. Me, Kevin, we had to tell her, "Don't respond, don't respond, don't respond." She couldn't help herself but to respond. Oh, well, yeah. And then he he was saying more shit. Married, that's how she yeah, and then and then he said some shit. He kept on saying some shit, and then I'm just chilling there, and I'm just like, "All right, fuck it." I was like. Yo, fam, you're getting a little disrespectful. I was like, this is a place of respect. You could talk, you could say how you feel, but watch your mouth. Uh-huh. But then I'm looking, I was like, you a ghost follower anyway. You just somebody that has one pick and just a fucking numbers as your name. You ain't gonna say that shit to my face because you real life pussy. So I'm not really worried about this shit anyway. So I'm Yeah, like, like it was some real shit. Cause actually that happened a couple of days ago to me. Talking about, oh... Somebody call you a hoe? No, somebody called me a bitch-ass nigga and told me to oh, go shit. get a job in the comments. Oh, wow. He's like, why are you talking? Because I was saying something about... I think I was talking about Chica and some some shit that I she I saw that episode. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So she said... So he says, oh, who are you to talk? Go get a job or something. Go get a job, nigga. I'm like... At first, initially, my instinct was, let me go look at this nigga page. One picture... Ain't got much. I'm just like, I'm just not. Cause, cause. But you know what's interesting though? I think women get attacked more online than men do. Oh, black women in general get so attacked. She gets three it. Times she, more. Like she gets it a lot because I think it's also the fact that she protects herself very well. But when she does put herself out there, it, there is more form for attack because of black women in in, in this predominantly white white space, which is which is called wrestling. I would say I wouldn't just say wrestling. I would just say in general. In, in general, so people general, get people yeah. get really go out of their out of their way to they try. Do. To dis- they dis- go left, yeah, to they, be disrespectful, and but, it's just like what. And, and then because for me, I really it Hilarious. doesn't bother me per se because it's like yo, you really can't say nothing to to, to to get at me. Like I'm fine in life, so it isn't like you'll say, oh, you don't get no pussy. 
I'm fine. Right, <laughs> but it goes to the whole misery loves company situation. Because their situation may not be the best at home. Right. And they have you issues correct. and stuff and like that. And that's the thing yeah. that I think about, like, even when people either in the comments or they message on Facebook and things like that, and they upset about because they couldn't get a table at Legends. They got their panties in a bunch. But it's at people the end of the tired. day, you're miserable. <laughs> oh, no. You're miserable. And, I've seen it. And I don't... I, I actually feel bad. To a certain extent that you feel like this was the way to handle how you felt. True. And it just goes, it, it's even deeper than that of how people handle situations. Yeah. Because. Disgusting. Because regardless, like even going to the Sting comment, I don't agree, but I would never be like, you pussy ass nigga, you know what you're talking about. Like, no. Yeah, like, so at the end of the day, if, if, if we're going to be adults and we all have opinions, we want to respect our opinions and we want to be able to give a space where your opinion can be welcome. And I feel like we do a, We have a very great platform that does that because we don't shy away from stuff like that. If people have questions on our show, we answer them. If people have comments, they'll, they'll, they will respond. So we, nothing gets unleft and unsaid. <laughs> so if people are miserable and they want to come at us, it, it's, it, we, it doesn't affect us. Like you're, You spend more time writing... I'm not reading shit, so I don't. That's it true. Doesn't I always reply me. like this. I always reply like this. I, I always say, "What's something super negative?" And I always know who out of the one of them replies. I always say like, "They said something cold out there." I was like, "Yo, bro, real, these are my three generic responses." I'll say the first one is, and they say someone our name. Yo, bro, this was not even necessary to call outside our name, but you know what, brother man, you have a great day, be and blessed. thank you for the view. Yeah. Right. Second comment I always say is, "You dead ass, watch this clip." Just to reply, not to understand. Mm-hmm. The third option, the, the third thing I always say is just like, bro, you're going off of this a clip. It's a clip. Watch the full episode. I am. When they watch the full episode, oh, nah, this podcast is actually pretty lit, man. Share, share, share. So save, save, save. I be looking at people like, you know I see when y'all save our stuff, right? And You know I see when you send to your little friends, though, son. There have been times we will have 20 comments. Nobody really say nothing. The send... And the save be in the hundreds. I said, y'all niggas are watching. Yeah. But it, it, it's but the thing about it, it's one of those. It's a you it, at this point, whatever you put out, you're gonna expect a reaction. Of course, yeah. that's just that's just part of the game of what it is. I think the disrespect is when it gets goes too far. But that's yeah. what that's just what it is. And um, yeah, so thank you for having us. Yeah. How you? Um, so <laughs> so what? Actually, because Courtney so, did wrap it up thing, so he oh. saw him. So he. Th- once again, he think it's his show. So he's there, like, helping him. <laughs> all right. He, so real quick, because yeah, we are going to wrap it up. But I'm going to do something really, really quick. All right, go ahead. All right. You saw the timer. I know you saw the timer. All right. So yeah, this I is a 90-second thing. I'm going to ask each person. I'm going to name either a topic, a person, anything. And you have to give me an answer, like, really, really quick. Okay, got you. The first all thing right. in your head. All right. The first thing in your head. All right. Yeah. Don't break it down. Uh, all right. Janelle. Yeah. Huh, huh, huh. Charlotte Flair. Goat status. Not appreciated enough. Gonna do bigger things than her father. Mm-hmm. Next. I like that. All right. Uh, Sir Wilkins. <laughs> Sting. Overrated. Asshole. <laughs> That was a little bit too easy. How about pineapple on pizza? Not bad. It is. It's not that bad. No. <laughs> uh, Mr. Black, Teddy Long. 
Oh my God. <laughs> That's my daddy. <laughs> That's my dad. Mm-hmm. The OG. You saw him at Wrestle King? Oh man, I almost cried, dude. <laughs> you understand? Teddy Long is the blueprint for Mr. Black. Janelle, the original four pillars. Wait, of what? Of A Dove? No, the original. We're talking about the four kings. <laughs> you gonna have to break that down for me. Masawa, Masawa. Um, why do I always forget now? The four original of um of all Japan. I don't watch that, so I can't tell you. That's that's the answer to that. I don't watch it, so I have no idea. That's fair. That's, that's why when you said fair. that, I was sitting here like, "Of who?" That's fair. That's fair. Of what? That is fair. Um, Respectfully. No, that's fair. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, the greatest thing I ever heard was Nick Aldis came on our show once, and he was like. You know they got shitty wrestling in Japan too, right? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm gonna click that. Up. I'm gonna click yeah. that clip. I'm gonna find that video. Uh, Let's see. What is a one that I want to think of? Uh, Sir Wilkins. I'm gonna just ask you then. Yeah. Um, Jabba Tears. Uh. We're in the fuck these niggas era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Black. Respectfully. John Tears. Y'all niggas can't see in us. This, this, this is our third show. <laughs> our third wrestling event. <laughs> the first one was suck my dick. The second one was suck my dick from my back. This one is eat my ass now. <laughs> Some people may like that though, so you may want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. That's not, that, I don't feel like that's as disrespectful as suck my and, dick. And, and then, of course... You know, soft girl era. Soft girl era. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna give you. She not soft girl era. She got. Soft I, I, girl. I'm, I'm fucking with you, job of tears. Oh no, I was just like, because that was what your previous show was, and I was here for a little bit, but I was sitting here like, I don't know what the fuck they talking about. But um, job of tears. Uh, Is he, was he in the soft girl era? Family, you're annoying, and you should ask that after the show while we're not live on a real camera. Job of tears. Um, family. It's kind of a big dude. I was um, history. Soft. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh being a soft you wait until now to be... shut up. <laughs> Jabba Tears family. Um, history made. Um, soft girl era. A, you don't fuck them up with soft girl era now. Um, but that's about it. Um, Jabba Tears. Us. Black excellence. Yeah. Fubu. No. Yeah. Damn. Forest boss. What yeah. happened? Was damn. Somebody died. Damn, as soon as we started talking about it, somebody made this long-ass comment on Instagram. Oh, wait, on one of your posts? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how we talk about these things. But nonetheless, um, I am very happy that you guys are on the show. This is actually what I really wanted. Um, and I'm going to give a quick, quick backstory. When We Ain't Them um, was coming to fruition, I actually went to Legends. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I came to you guys and I asked you like how you feel and you gave me like great suggestions and through trials and tribulations we ain't them is here two years in two years strong and I would not be and here not honestly Atlanta. and and not going to Atlanta yet we don't know yet <laughs> and uh, we really wouldn't be here without you guys because you guys really gave us really the push that we needed to go through. Underground Kings, my nigga. Actually, oh, yeah. I actually do enjoy your show. The difference is because you and your um. Fiance, like I enjoy it because it feel like a real conversation. And the one thing I know is that Smokey, I said out wrong. A lot of them is y'all don't come from hurt places. 
Y'all come from hell places. It's because they love each other. Yeah. I say shit. So what? So what? Like, I know two hurt people that love each other. <laughs> Trust. You forget? Like, we had Akintino fighting and stuff like that. The who guy went to. Who fought? Okay. We're not going to we, say we that. We don't talk about, you so, about I mean, this. But, like, but like <laughs> overall, it's just like, I like listening to y'all because y'all have different takes. And the takes don't come from internet takes, it doesn't come from the extremes. It comes from a place of like, nah, I've been through this. I thought this out, and this is how I feel. So yes. I really do enjoy our show. And like, yo, it's keep stuff. it up. Thank it's good. you. Yeah. It's good Thank it's good you. It's just I really good appreciate to see that it went from questions being asked to actually happening because that doesn't happen often. Yeah, plus you're dark skin. <laughs> people will, you know, people ask us advice. And you know, these light skin niggas be taking over. You're a no, no, word. No, that's true though. That's the light skin women. He's an ally. He's an ally. He's an ally to the, yeah. to the dark skin community. Oh, technically, like, technically speaking, he's brown passing. Listen, I have no problem with light skinned women. I have no problem with light skinned women. I have dated plenty of light skinned women. I'm just, I just appreciate seeing very light. To like, almost I'm hoping that we do another episode with Ebony here. Please do because that is going to be a whole different. This is this this going to switch into another whole different topic. I just want you to know. You want to rare few people have all three of us. In person, <laughs> it's take, very real. Yeah. Take take that and take take Ebony in it. Oh God, that's listen. Oh, that's going. Doesn't like light skinned women. I, Say that. Okay, she yeah. With that being said, I like to thank Sir Wilkins. I like to thank Janelle, and I like to thank Mr. Black thank of the Jabba Tears podcast. Make sure no, you not check until them. after he finishes his damn show. <laughs> Definitely check them out on YouTube. Check them out on all streaming platforms. Definitely, whenever they have events, check them out at Legends. Definitely follow them on Instagram. They are very, very funny. I love their reels. I love their show. And I know you will too. And especially if you're not in that wrestling community, this will give you that foot in, especially if you're a black person that feels like, you know, you're the odd man out. You definitely will feel great stepping into this community. Light skin or dark skin, we got love for you both. <laughs> oh, we're not just for black people, we're for Everybody. Everybody, like yeah. if you go to Legends Bar, it's a rainbow. It's a it's a rainbow. My my palm colored brothers and sisters, <laughs> we love y'all. Shout out to Alex Kane for that one. My Asian my Asian ah. people, we love y'all. My brown colored You're people, annoying. my Goyas, <laughs> my you know Hispanic people, we All love right. y'all. Well, no. I mean Latin acts. Sorry. All right. With that being said, I am your host, Rasan. <laughs> I was about to say, Mister Gary. I, I thought I was at work. Uh, but yeah, definitely uh, check us out at WeAndThem underscore. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and check us out on Instagram. You're definitely going to be seeing clips of this episode. Um, this is going to probably be my favorite episode to just cut in general. Just because it was niggas. Because it was you acting <laughs> up. The niggas. niggas. With that being said, we'll see you guys on the next one. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do have to mention this. Unfortunately... This will be our final episode at the studio. We are going to miss the studio. Dev, I am very mad at you. I just want you to know on the inside, I'm hurt. We all hurt. I'm but hurt this too because I wanted to try the studio out. But this studio has been a blessing to us for the past year and a half. We really want to thank Devon Terrell for making such a place for us in Brooklyn and in New York. But we will be still on the go. We're still working out some kinks. But we will figure it out and you will be seeing us very, very soon. So thank you again. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We really appreciate I really appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. And we will be seeing y'all in the next one. All right. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace.